0: You are listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. Profiles in CRM is supported in part by DigTech LLC, a veteran-owned company. The future of the past. Welcome to Profiles in CRM, Episode 10. I'm your host, Chris Webster. Profiles in CRM asks CRM professionals eight simple questions. The answers vary wildly depending on their experience and education, Because of the nature of contract archaeology and how small this field really is, some people choose not to reveal their name or the company they work for. Stay to the end of the show to hear how you can have a chance to answer these same questions. Okay, so here's the first question in Profiles and CRM What is your name and who do you work for?
1: Uh, My name is Sarah, and I currently work for the state of Indiana um, in the DNR DHPA, and I do some work with the Forestry uh, Division. As a volunteer, Um, I am working in the field right now, but I'd rather not name the company. Mm
0: -hmm. And Sarah is on her cell phone right now using Skype. So that's why the uh, audio sounds a little scratchy, but not too bad. This is what uh, interviewing people actually working in the field sounds like. All right, next question. How long have you been working in CRM? How much CRM fieldwork have you done, basically?
1: Oh, my God. Since since I officially graduated, um, I guess in 2005. I have been pretty much working in the field on and off, um, pretty consistently. Um, so I would say I've been doing archeology span now for probably about 11 years, maybe 12 and, uh, about 10 of those years has been in CRM.
0: Okay. And when you're working in CRM, what position do you usually have? Like field tech crew chief, you know, whatever. And what's the highest position you've ever used you've ever had?
1: Um, I usually work as a shovel bum, so like a, a crew tech. Um, but I, I was the um, I was the lab supervisor on a uh, smaller project working with inner city kids. Um, I managed the lab there and all the artifacts, and I prepared everything to go to the museum for um, long term storage. But for the most part, I've just done field techy stuff. So.
0: So where have you worked? What states have you worked in?
1: Oh my God. I have worked <laughs> in, <laughs> currently I'm in Michigan. Uh-huh. Um, I've worked in Illinois. I've worked in uh, Ohio. I've worked in Indiana. I've worked in Alabama and Georgia. One of the Virginias. Um, I've stayed mostly in the Midwest and the East. I've, I've worked in New York and, uh, New Jersey. So I've I've not gone any farther south than uh, Alabama and Georgia though. Okay. So.
0: All right. So what is the best thing that's happened to you that's related to being an archaeologist? What's thing, if you weren't an archaeologist, this awesome thing would not have happened. What is that?
1: I know I meet a lot of really cool people. Um, I meet people about a lot of stuff. Uh, almost everybody has their own little niche of study and they like to talk about it because that's what we do so I get to hear a lot of really interesting stories from people about their research and have some really great conversations with people about archaeology and you know the world and politics and all that kind of stuff um I mean the most exciting thing that's happened to me academically I guess like not just digging holes would be um I've presented at the MAC on predictive models Um, for locating possible church sources so i mean that was pretty exciting um but beyond that i think it's really just simple
0: for those that aren't in the midwest what does mac stand for
1: oh i'm sorry uh the mac stands for midwest archaeological conference
0: right i was going to say that but i didn't know if it was archaeological or anthropological okay
1: i think it's it's archaeological whatever
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Had a few drinks already, have you? No, I'm just kidding.
1: Um. I don't drink. <laughs> That's the sad part. That's
0: oh, right. It's right. Uh, okay, so what is the biggest thing you would change that would make being a CRM professional better?
1: I I would change the respect level because I think that would help a lot. Um, in particular, like the, the project we're on right now is a good example. I mean, everybody here is competent. Everybody here is you know, we're trained and all that. And we're trying our damnedest to get this job done. But, you know, I mean, I feel like the higher ups, who may or may not be trained archaeologists, but they they don't say things that make me think that they are. But they kind of coddle us in the field. And I think when you're in the position of just you know the lowly field tech. I think a lot of times you're really treated like you don't know anything, and that you're just like some kind of leech there trying to suck money away from the company. And I just don't feel like there's enough respect for the person who's actually doing all of the labor. Um. So I mean, if there if there was one thing I could change in CRM, it would be you know just respecting the field tech more. Um, I think that would go a long way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that, uh, that, that goes a long way with all kinds of different areas in relation to field decks. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good one. All right. So what is your career goal in CRM? If you do in fact plan to stay in CRM,
1: I do plan to stay in CRM. And my goal is to actually get a full-time permanent position with a company that is maybe a smaller medium, medium sized company. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, being a field tech is great and I don't plan to stop digging. I just, one of the big downsides to being a field tech is you don't know where you're going to be, you know, a month from now because you, you got to go where the work is. And so it's, it's constantly just finding one job after another, after another. Um, and I would like to eliminate that and stay with one company, preferably, you know, in the Midwest or, you know, if we make it overseas with someone near home. Mm-hmm. So that's my goal is to just be a a full-time CRM person, preferably, you know, a crew chief or maybe even a PI eventually.
0: Okay. All right. And the final question, if you could give an undergrad thinking about CRM as a career um, one piece of advice, what would that be?
1: Study everything. (laughs) Diversify. (laughs) Seriously, study soil, study rocks, study prehistoric, study historics. Study glass, ceramics, study your um, mm-hmm. just and don't expect to be taught that at your undergraduate level, because you won't get it. Unless you're in some kind of specialty school, you're not going to get it. So, be prepared to study everything and basically do it on your own.
0: Right. Okay. So, where can people go on the web to find out more about what you're doing?
1: Uh, I have a blog. It is at Um I went ahead and bought the domain. And, you know, i it's more about debunking uh, pseudo-archaeology and bad archaeology, but I do update about my adventures every now and then. Um, if you want, like, up-to-minute stuff, you can follow me on Twitter, which is just at Archie Fantasies. And I probably update that when I'm active. I probably update that two or three times a day. So. <laughs>
0: Still recording on paper in the field? Hate having to process hundreds of site records when you get back to the office and would rather go straight to report writing and research? DigTech has the answer. Hi, I'm Chris Webster, founder of DigTech LLC, a disabled veteran-owned CRM firm and archaeological technology research and development firm. At DigTech, we're creating applications for smartphones and tablets that will increase efficiency in the field and will keep archaeologists doing what they love, archaeology, and will reduce the amount of busy work in the office. Some of what we do involves enhancing existing third-party applications that are already on the app stores. Use our consultation form on the website at www.digtech-llc.com forward slash tablet, and we'll help you figure out what digital solution is best for you. The cost of going digital is a lot less than you think, and once you do it, you'll wonder why you ever recorded on paper to begin with. Contact Chris over at DigTech, the parent company of the Archaeology Podcast Network, today, and let DigTech help you save paper, save time, save resources, and go digital. Now, back to the show. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found on the Archaeology Podcast Network website at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash profiles. At that page, you'll also find a form that you can fill out so you can be interviewed on the show. Interviews take less than 30 minutes and you don't need any special equipment. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the field.
1: This has been a
0: presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com